0: Hey guys, just wanted to make a quick announcement here. I know I mentioned at the beginning of this Will of the Future podcast that there would be a video component, and I just want to let you know I'm working on it. My style of podcasting is very on-the-go and on-location and very portable. So I like the fluidity of making audio podcasts, and it doesn't translate super well to video. And I've struggled to make a video version of this podcast that I'm happy with. I've been doing some tests and trying to figure it out. So anyways... That's a work in progress. In the meantime, however, you can go follow me on YouTube. I think my username is Will malone 365 on there. Go follow my YouTube channel. I'm working on the first video now. We've completely filmed it. I'm very excited. And there will be an audio podcast interview along with that video to kind of explain more about what we're doing. So got some cool stuff coming. I understand the benefit of a video podcast as well with clips, especially on reels and TikToks. And it's just a good way to grow a podcast. However, I do feel like all podcast clips look the same with the LED backdrop and a studio and your office or whatever. And, you know, they all look good. So I just don't want it to necessarily get stuck being noise with that. So we've got to just do it our own way. And I haven't quite figured out what that means yet. So I'm working on it. But for now, I'm really dedicated to making the audio parts of the podcast very good and I'm working on videos that are separate, their own thing from the podcast. So for now, that's what's going on. If you're looking for a video version, you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> so again, thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. So uh without further ado, let's get on to the show. Hey, I'm Will Malone, and this is Will of the Future, a podcast where I look to what's next in the world of photography and creativity. Commercial product and portrait photography has had a rough couple weeks. I'm not sure if it's a real collaboration, but on TikTok, there's this video with images from a Jeep and North Face collab, completely generated with AI. And also, Levi's is experimenting with AI models to advertise their clothing. And we all knew it was coming, but it was pretty easy to brush it off as the future's problem. Even in a recent episode of Photography is Dead, I used a quote from Top Gun Maverick that spoke to the extinction of an entire career. The end is inevitable, Maverick. Your kind of headed for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today. Well, today might actually be that day. But I have to ask, is it really levi's job to keep the photography and modeling industry afloat not really it's their job to sell jeans so if they have a better more cost-effective way to do that than hiring a bunch of people in a studio for hours they're probably going to choose the cheaper faster one that's life and that's business unfortunately In order to survive as a photographer, we need some more complexity and uniqueness in our jobs. If anyone can make close to the same thing that we can make without much work and effort, then maybe we need to rethink what we are doing. Basically, all the photography we are seeing get replaced with AI is formulaic. If we want to create great images or even AI images with any sort of depth, it still requires a very human skill of creative thought. And that's the secret, I think. We have to take photography a step further conceptually to make our work immune to the devastation of AI. And weirdly enough, I think leaning on photography as art is an increasingly appealing route. Using photography to communicate a concept or experience or inspiration is more valuable than ever. I've been back and forth on this one over the years, but AI has really forced me to settle on the necessity for printing. Printing photography is becoming more niche. Printing knowledge is slipping away from our photography culture largely, but I think that's a mistake. The more photography is limited to digital, the more malleable it is to things like AI. So how's the NFT thing going? I keep tabs on it, and there still seem to be those passionate about it, but the excitement has seemed to die down. And that makes sense. It's not super accessible to the masses, but also blockchain technology so far isn't as secure as we thought. If you can change or steal, NFT art or crypto from someone through hacking or whatever, then the whole promise of digital one-offs is kind of defeated. And I think Instagram got rid of their digital collectibles feature as well, so it feels like the hype is is dropping. Prints are still undefeated. I could be wrong about the NFT thing, but I think it still has a long way to go before people really adopt it, if they ever do. And if we're mad at how the digital world is going, maybe we need to go back to the physical world in some way. AI hasn't gotten rid of walls to hang things on yet. We have all the tools. We just need to think deeper about what we make. Imagine Levi's had an in-house photographer or someone they contracted with regularly who's out of the job now. How will they recoup that lost income? Maybe they quit photography or maybe they start working on the personal projects they haven't had time for. Maybe those personal projects are a gateway to a way more satisfying photography career. Some of the best photographers now and throughout history who make interesting work started out or also worked in the commercial photography world, and took the leap to follow their creative curiosities and interests instead of the sterile but lucrative world of commercial photography. So we need to go deep, deep into our minds, into our souls, and really think about why we are photographers. We often start photography as a job, because we love photography, but then we get caught up in it as a job. I've always been back and forth on that. I, I need photography to be a successful business venture to make money, but every time I lean on photography as art, my opportunities grow. We have to trust our creative instincts. It feels irresponsible because wedding photography or real estate photography is tried and true, but that's what risk is. Photographers have been watching the photography business get dismantled for years. AI is just a new wrinkle that seem to pop up somewhat quickly and suddenly. But are we surprised? Obviously, the need for more focused and unique images still exists for small businesses and other places, but a lot of those jobs have been replaced by iPhones before AI even started being a discussion. I think the future of photography is conceptual. I think it's art. When we make art, we can do whatever we want. There are no limits. Maybe we can even use AI to our advantage. Art is about human experience, and art can't be killed as long as humans exist. So, We just get down to the same problem many people with creative curiosities have had forever. How do we create art and make a living? Before, we could lean on mechanical, commercial-type stuff. But what if we can't? We're just going to have to get really clever. But there's a lot of hype with new things, and I'm starting to feel like AI is one of those slightly overhyped things. It's amazing and cool and even scary at times, but the term AI is being used in the same way that the term algorithm has been used over the years. It's a blobby term to describe a thing that no one actually understands. AI and photo editing isn't the same as chat GPT. In fact, I would argue that it's a marketing term more than anything else, meant to evoke ideas that we've really just gotten from movies. Or the idea that humans created a consciousness that just wasn't human. But really, at least for now, it's pattern recognition. Really, really good pattern recognition. And I'm a moron, so I could be wrong. Maybe it is conscious and I'm totally off on this. But it couldn't have existed 10 years ago to this level because there just wouldn't be enough data to pattern recognize. And now there is. Topaz Denoise couldn't remove digital noise if it didn't understand over the years how digital noise worked across cameras and different files. ChatGPT couldn't give you an example of a stock photography contract if such a thing didn't exist on the internet. Midjourney couldn't spit out a photograph or a piece of art if it didn't have the pieces from other art to pull together. But we do the same thing as humans. We take patterns we like from everywhere and form them in our own way. Humans, however, can take these ideas a step further because we can think deeper than AI can. AI is powered by human creativity. We give it the fuel it needs to get smarter. So if we are dumb enough to fully let it start replacing us, I think we're going to be disappointed. ChatGPT is wrong a lot, but what if it starts learning from itself? Learning from wrong information. I feel like if humans stop creating because the AI can do it for us, the AI will begin to show its limits. But then we get to the AI art thing, which feels more of my lane than chat GPT. I play with Mid Journey a lot, and I've used assets it creates for different projects. The Photography is Dead skull was created in AI. The background of the Will of the Futures cover photo is a photo of mine that I uploaded to Mid Journey, and it morphed it into something weird that made a good background. In one of the first episodes of Photography is Dead, I talk about AI art being art, but without context. Artists that are freaking out about AI ruining art are really selling themselves short. Real art isn't just about making pretty pictures. Art is deeper than a picture of recorded data. It's context about the person that created it. It's a story. It's connection. And this was Andy Warhol's whole thing. Brillo Boxes is just a painting of Brillo Boxes. It could have been created by any sort of College level artist from a technical standpoint, but it wasn't about that. In fact, he was kind of asking the same questions. We're asking about AI art. But the Brillo Box's painting went beyond a picture of a Brillo Box. It was about a concept. It asked if a painting of a commercial product could even be considered art. And of course, it's now one of the most important works of art history. I think we are a long way from AI being able to go that deep. AI can recreate a Brillo Box painting, but that's kind of it. It has nothing to say about it. And social media and the internet has exposed us to a lot of art and images over the years. And quite honestly, most of it is mediocre. I think the promise of all these distribution platforms that help share our creations convinced us that we would see these amazing transcendent works more often and we have seen more stuff more often for sure but are we necessarily seeing more really really good work more often and I'd argue No. For some reason, we've forgotten about the questions being asked by the Brillo boxes. We have more people than ever that can pick up a camera and take a technically good photo or make a cool painting, but what is any of it about? Most of it, honestly, is just about making a technically good photo or a piece of art, and it just stops there. One of my favorite YouTube channels is Grainy Days. Jason Comerfelt is a film photographer with a very specific sense of humor and artistic mission. He's an Edward Hopper stan. His goal with his photography is to basically create realist paintings with his camera. What's fun about his videos is he'll take multiple images and let you know which ones are quote-unquote portfolio shots and which ones he thinks suck. Often I'm surprised by his choices. Sometimes my favorite image is one he thinks doesn't work based on his artistic goal. I don't have the same artistic goals as he does, so my favorite photos of his don't necessarily always align. But watching his videos has gotten me to think deeper about my own work. I've taken thousands upon thousands of photos, but Which ones actually meet my personal requirements for what I believe is a good photo? So I've started creating a portfolio, which I haven't done since college. What are Will Malone's absolute best photographs? It turns out only a percent of a percent of the images I've created really satisfy my requirements. It's gotten me to think deeper about what I'm after with photography. There's a common thread in there, but I haven't fully honed in on it yet, and even after... 15 years of basically taking photos nonstop, And before our podcast last week, Chad Dyer and I had coffee, and we discussed the distinction between art and decor. The Small Town Photo Project is a series I made for years that is largely decor. A couple of them, I think, rise to my definition of art, but... Most of those images conceptually begin and end at the image you're looking at. There's no real larger story in each image. Many of those images, straight up, could have been recreated by AI. And in my mind, decor is distinct from art in that it has no deeper concept than to merely fill space on a wall. So many images from that very big project aren't making it into my final portfolio. And actually, I think only one or two of them out of hundreds are going to actually make it in. I'm not trying to undercut decor either, I just think it's distinct from transcendent art. AI art feels threatening because we are making a lot of mediocre stuff right now for the sake of the internet. This need to produce faster than before is causing us to thoughtlessly put out more work than ever before. Nothing really means that much these days. The internet needs content, so we don't really work too hard on anything before sending it out the door. Lately, when I'm sitting around at night, I've been digging deeper into photography genres that I'm curious about. It's been pretty amazing, actually. I've discovered artists that have made incredible photography work that I'm still thinking about. It's been a long time since I've felt that way, mostly because I'm often hanging out at the front door of the internet, like most people and I'm just looking at what is presented to my tastes rather than going deep. I think that we will get replaced by AI if we abandon going deep. Depth feels like it's being abandoned right now. And if we are happy with just posting a photo we shot at a national park, and yet we go out and call ourselves an artist, then yeah, I think AI will be an extinction-level event. And there are artists who make transcendent work that goes beyond decor who are incredible thinkers and have a lot to say, who are still posting paranoid thoughts about AI, which has been confusing to me. The deep artists, the real artists, the ones that live, breathe, and sleep contemplating the nature of our reality are the artists that are safest from the future of AI. And much like the US Navy needs Pete Maverick Mitchell, the world needs people who think deeper about things, now more than ever. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing here, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram at Will Malone, Twitter at WillMalone365, and you can check out my website over at WillMalone.com.